All right, I got a couple lines open on this Donald Trump question. Does Donald Trump have a point in this case when he says this is all politically motivated? Letitia James, from the moment she got elected in 2018, set her sights on Donald Trump. I read you the quote, and and I think that Donald Trump may in this case have a point that maybe there is some 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 bias here into Letitia James looking into Donald Trump. It's one thing to hear of of, you know, potential wrongdoing on the streets of New York or even people who are in the know. It's a different thing when you set your sights on somebody and, and, and have zero evidence of it because you weren't attorney general. So I, I'm just interested to know if you think that Donald Trump has a point in this case. 800-859-0957, 800-859-0WJR. I got a couple of lines for you. We will get to those calls momentarily. But I did want to throw this into the mix because what we saw Friday I think was very interesting. The UAW came out, Sean Fain announced more strike locations as they continue this stand-up strike targeting specific facilities within the big three. But what we also saw is Ford and Jim Farley coming out and saying, well, wait a second. We think that now the UAW is doing this deliberately. We think that the UAW is, is withholding this type of of information that and basically holding the deal hostage that would hopefully lead to a, a signed deal, a signed agreement. And I think this is kind of the, the latest revelation in a much more public set of contract negotiations. Brianna Noble is with the Detroit News and joins us. Brianna, it's good to have you. What did you make first? Let, let, let's talk about what Sean Fain had to say. Because Sean Fain basically says that the UA that 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 the big three are trying to drive a wedge between the UAW and the rank and file. What what did you make of that? Yeah, hi Chris, thanks for having me. Uh, UAW President Sean Fain did visit the picket lines in Toledo, Ohio, on Saturday, following some of the messaging that we heard from uh, companies like Ford and, and General Motors on Friday, and his message was, you know. Don't take these messages. Don't allow them to divide workers who are, you know, on strike. Don't let it create doubts. You know, he said he was trying to communicate a, a strong message that the UAW is in a strong position to get what it is seeking at the negotiations table. Well, Sean Fain called it complete bull bleep. And the fact that the UAW and the rank and file were, were being driven apart by by the big three. What's interesting here is I, I think the developments over this strike and, and even in the weeks leading up to the strike, the rhetoric that Sean Fain used to to rally up the troops, if you will. And then the very public way of talking about the negotiations as they were happening, throwing counteroffers in the garbage live on Facebook. And I think that's that's caused the C-level suites or the heads of these companies the Mark Royces of the worlds, the Mary Barrs of the worlds, the Jim Farleys of the worlds, to, to come out and plead their case too. And Jim Farley saying that he feels like at this point that the UAW is is holding these deals hostage. Like they almost have preconceived notions about that they were going to strike and how long they're going to strike for because they say they've made competitive packages. I talk, I've been talking a lot about the line for Sean Fain and, and, and the big three. What's the line that you're going to hold out for? 
because these packages, you know, upwards of 20% in wages, things like that, those are competitive offers on some of the key categories for the UAW. But what's the line? So when does the rank and file look at this and say, okay, we need to make a move on this because these are good deals? For sure. That's a great question. And, you know, I think up until this point, you know, right now we've seen a lot of continued support from the rank and file of uh, President Sean Fain. Um, You hear people talking about hashtag no Fain, no gain. Um, People making uh, T-shirts to to support then voice their support for what uh, President Fain and the negotiators are seeking at the bargaining table. Um, you know, as the the strike goes on, we'll see you know how that um, changes or, or continues. Um, but for for right now, we're seeing still a strong, vibrant vigor from uh, workers, and you know they have seen and experienced these the inflation over the past few years. You know, they want to see wage increases. They want to see an end to tears that um, they believed was going to, only going to be temporary. Uh, amid the Great Recession and the, mm-hmm. the bailouts and bankruptcies. Um, so those are some of the key issues for, for workers, and that they want to see um, those happen. They would like to see, you know, pensions being reinstated and retirement health care and all of those um, things that the union has stated that they are seeking. Yeah, and the UAW, I mean, remember, you, you talked about the Great Recession. They're, they're essentially making per hour, like what the, the automaker pays per hour, uh, they're making about what they were making in 2011, right? It's about $65, $66 an hour. So they, they almost look at this like they're trying to be made whole. But at the same time, I, I'm curious to know what you're hearing maybe from some of the rank and file that look at these negotiations. I understand that there's a lot of excitement for Sean Fain, especially because, uh, again, I think he he says a lot of buzzy words, you know, like, other presidents in the past or negotiations in the past have overpromised and underdelivered for for the membership, but at the same time, I I think a lot of this fight, if you will, stems around not only just wages or or trying to get a raise or a better you know uh, work life balance, as Sean Fain likes to put it, but it's also the future of the UAW. You know, Jim Farley says it's going to take roughly forty percent of the workforce that they have now uh, of the union workforce to build uh, EVs. And so a lot of the fight seems to be securing these jobs into the future. Is that how the UAW rank and file look at it too? Yeah, absolutely. There, you do hear a lot of concerns about, you know, what the transition to electric vehicles means for workers and, and wanting to ensure have a security in, in their future. Um, absolutely. It's one of the, the key issues as well. I'm curious when you think these these negotiations are, are going to come to a head because Sean Fain says they've still made progress, but they're nowhere where they, where they need to be. It, 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 they've been on a, a, you know, a dangerous game of chicken, it feels like, for, for the last few weeks. But but where, where do you think the progress is lacking? And, 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 and I mean, it's hard to you know, guesstimate kind of when we're going to we're going to get a deal here. But do, do you have any sense on on where they're at with this? Yeah, I'm the so President Sean Fain, you know, he has emphasized that job security in the transformation to electric vehicles remains a key concern, as well as looking at um, retirement benefits um, and retirement security. Those are some of the key issues that we heard highlighted over the weekend um, when it comes to sort of looking ahead what the future of negotiations entails um, from 
for CEO Jim Farley on Friday, you know, from their perspective, they feel like what has been emphasized has been um, where stands the workers who will be working at the joint venture battery manufacturing plants. Um, that's sort of where that hostage um, mm -hmm. comment came from. Um, you know, I know uh, last week, President Fain did emphasize that that issue is a matter of uh, per, uh, permissive issue of bargaining, yeah. which is not something that, um, you know, can hold up a tentative agreement um, in the under law. Yeah. Um, so, you know, from the union's point of view, there's other issues that they are seeking. Brianna Noble, great stuff with the Detroit News. We'll continue to check your stuff out as we continue to follow these negotiations with UAW and the Big Three. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you. You want to weigh in on the UAW? It's there for you, too. 800-859-0957. We're talking Donald Trump next right here on JR Afternoon. Don't go anywhere.